Welcome to the Midas Touch Podcast, Ben, Brett, and Jordy. We've got an incredible guest for you today, Brian Tyler Cohen, progressive political host, Let's go. host the podcast, I'm just to be No now. Lie with Brian Tyler Cohen. He's got the great YouTube channel, Brian Tyler Cohen channel, gets incredible interviews. He's built this on his own. He's a one-person producing, editing, machine. hosting machine. Uh, just give him lots of props. I know how much work oh we all gosh. know how much work he has. He's got to put in to do that. And Brett, I think you could particularly relate with those 20 oh, hour I, days. You a thousand percent. And when we so we connected with Brian for the first time, like a few months ago, we've been admirers of his work, been admirers of his podcast. And it was great to connect with him. And I just like asked him what like a typical day of in the life of Brian Tyler Cohen is. And he really like wakes up super early and produces his content from sunrise to beyond sunset he works like these 20 hour days where he's doing his podcast producing his video content he's just a machine and i think he's a testament to like this hard work ethic that i think you know it's it's great to have on our side of people who are pushing positive progressive messages out there positive pro-democracy messages out there and are just really dedicating their entire life to it like in a in a big way so really excited to get into all the news with brian tyler cohen i think he is just he's phenomenal amazing. Amazing. I had a boss that, that that used to say everybody wants a six pack, but nobody wants to do the crunches. Brian Tyler Cohen, he definitely he definitely does those crunches. He does the crunches. And right now, everybody, we got a lot of good news to talk about. I'm like super excited. I am super amped up after this weekend. What about you guys? How you feeling? I'm really amped up. So so you have good news. So should we talk about how Royal Fart Joe is trending. Should we start <laughs> off with that? Uh, should we start off with the fact that uh, the GQP is attacking Big Bird? Should we start with that? Nah, no, why don't we let's start ignore with that shit? <laughs> why don't we start with one of the most significant pieces of legislation in the history of United States of America passing on Friday? We were joking when we were looking at the rundown of things we want to talk about on the podcast, though. Just leave it to Democrats with messaging to pass the most important legislation on a Friday night when everyone's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, let's let's pass our monumental infrastructure bill, OK, that we've been talking about for months, that infrastructure, something Presidents have been talking about for years, nay, decades. And let's pass it in the dead of night on a Friday night when everyone is asleep, as all great messengers do. <laughs> great job, Democrats. Great job. Okay, but, but good job. But what's actually in this bill <laughs> is incredible. And Democrats need to go out there and message this predictably. Essentially, people are calling this, oh, it's a bipartisan bill that was passed because 12 Republicans voted in favor of it. Okay, I'll, I'll I don't exactly think that's completely bipartisan, <laughs> but I'll take the fact that 12 voted with it. There were about six, including AOC Democrats who did not vote in favor of the infrastructure bill. We've talked about this, you know, through our social media channels and Politics Girl particularly did a great video. Great Lee McGowan is actually her name. I feel calling her Politics Girl, but Lee, Lee did an incredible video on this that you know, they wanted to still be true to what their messaging was, linking Build Back Better with the infrastructure bill. And Democrats already had the votes. But you know, my own view, they should have voted for this bill. I'm just going to throw it out there that this bill is a helpful that's, bill. And that's fair. But on the same token, here, this is what I want to say is do not attack them. Like it makes no sense to attack the six Democrats. There is an entire party who is against this bill. Let's focus on them instead of these progressives in, in Congress who are actually trying to get more for Americans, you know? And don't get it twisted. If Speaker Pelosi did not have the votes to pass this bill, they would have been on board 150%. 150% they would have been on board. But Speaker Pelosi, being the smart politician she is, she gave them the opportunity to quote unquote, vote their conscience, to do what they thought was right for their constituents, to do what they thought was morally right, to make a statement. And guess what? We still passed the bill and now we're working to pass the Build Back Better bill. But let's tell you what we have in this infrastructure bill that we passed. Yeah, Brad, what's in that bill? Because the BIS, 
BF, as they call it, is a BFD, as Joe Biden would call it. And so here's what we got. $40 billion with bridges, $11 billion to safety, $39 billion to transit, $66 billion to Amtrak and rail. You know Joe Biden's getting excited about that Amtrak investment, guys. Amtrak Joe, baby. <laughs> Amtrak Joe. $7.5 billion to e-electric vehicle chargers, $5 billion to clean buses, $70 billion to ports, $25 billion to renovate our airports, $50 billion to water resilience, $55 billion to drinking water. Fellows, we still have lead in our water in parts across the country. This bill is going to work to solve this problem. Like, where are we living where we have lead in our water? $65 billion to broadband, especially in rural areas that do not have access to the internet. This is something that we got to be screaming in Michigan, screaming in Ohio, screaming in Iowa, all over the country. We need to be going. Listen, we just got you high-speed broadband for the first time in your life. $21 billion in environmental remediation and $73 billion in power and clean energy. This bill is a comprehensive bill. It's not 100% of what Democrats want. And now we got to work and we got to pass the rest of the Build Back Better agenda to help with that human infrastructure aspect of it. But this is a massive, massive accomplishment. And Democrats need to get out there and they need to start selling this thing. They need to start selling this thing in a big fucking way. I agree. You got to post the clip where Nancy Pelosi is talking about the infrastructure bill. And she talks about how the infrastructure bill will be able to be fully paid for itself without increasing the deficit. Um, and the Republicans start laughing. Play the clip where Nancy Pelosi, uh, where Nancy Pelosi says that her response here is so golden. All the while contributing to reducing the national debt making everyone pay their fair share. Did I hear a laugh over there? Did I hear a laugh from those who added $2 trillion in tax cuts for the richest people in America? 1%, 83% of it going to the top 1%. This is paid for and more than paid for. A Pelosi bomb. Pelosi bomb. And she's absolutely right. When Republicans were in charge, all they did was give tax cuts to the richest Americans. And they have the nerve to laugh at what appears to be a budget neutral bill that's going to give money to actual people who are going to be getting jobs to renovate and bring American infrastructure into the 21st century. Let me tell you why Trump didn't pass the infrastructure. Because he's in it. He didn't loser. pass the infrastructure because this bill right here is helpful to the middle class. This bill is helpful to the 99% of Americans. And by the way, it will be helpful also to the 1%. A better economy is better for everybody. It just doesn't tilt the scales in the favor of the 1% and cheat the system through unfair tax cuts. That's what this does. And the Trump tax cut so unfairly benefits the richest of the rich. And that's why they never passed an infrastructure bill whatsoever, because an infrastructure like bill like this is is ultimately fair. And what Nancy Pelosi did with that messaging right there is something that's important for Democrats to do generally right there, you know, which is to message that this bridges safety, transit, uh, clean water, buses, airports. <laughs> this is helping you or you support what? two trillion dollar tax cuts that you never see that goes to billionaires you're rooting for people who are worth a hundred billion dollars so their net worth can increase from 20 billion to a hundred billion and look i'll tell you this they always go well trickle down economics i want you want to know how i know trickle down economics doesn't work because from the 20 billion of like those the wealthiest people who are worth 20 billion who are now worth 100 billion they're not trickling that shit down <laughs> they're, they're keeping it i know what they're doing with it because it goes from 20 to 100 it's simple math look how people have fared during the pandemic people struggled like hell during the pandemic and many people are still struggling think about how many people were out of work think about how many jobs were lost during the trump administration millions and millions of jobs trump is actually the only president in modern history to leave office with a net loss 
in jobs during his administration. Do you know how atrocious that is to actually lose jobs during your administration? Meanwhile, during that same time period, the billionaires got richer and richer and richer, and they did it at your expense. And now we finally passed a bill that's going to be giving jobs to people to build our infrastructure. It's going to be renovating all these things that have been that politicians have been promising for decades and decades and decades. And guess what? President Biden and the Democrats accomplished this. We got it done. And it's a big, big deal. And, and the good news doesn't stop there, brothers. Not at all. We need to keep owning all the victories. The Dow, for example, is over 36,000. Over 5 million jobs have been added. Let me just 200. let me just talk about the Dow for a sec while you're on that point, because every time we talk about the Dow, you know, we have people who say, oh, but uh, you know, we shouldn't kinda, be hunting. It's kind of it's kind of riffing. I know, but let me let me let me go, because I want to I want to single out the Dow. I want to single out the Dow because all right, all right, we, have, all right. we have people who comment all the time and they go, oh, you know, like the Dow, it's not really the economy and uh, does it really help working people. And you're right. OK, you're absolutely right. It's not necessarily representative of the economy and working people. But let's acknowledge that when the Dow is up, that means people's 401ks are up. That means people's retirement funds are up. And that is an important thing to a lot of voters out there. And it, it was Trump's. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to stop Brett from riffing Jordy to, to kind of get you You're like we're all interrupting each other's riffs. And then Brett, r- Trump's entire thing, anytime the stock market went up. 50 points, he would do like a press conference every yes. day. I did this today. I did this today. Jordy, go. Can I can I go now or am I going to get interrupted go. for a No, I'm going to interrupt you one more time to say to that might. point, own the wins. Whether it's the stock market or the 5 million jobs or the unemployment numbers, own the wins. And this is something that Democrats could actually learn, Ben, from Donald Trump. Trump held the press conference every time there was good news. Trump spiked the football every time there was good news. We Democrats need to get out there and need to be doing that as well. And they need to not be shying away from these successes. Thanksgiving is coming up. Everyone has that quote unquote crazy uncle who they're going to be sitting with. Here are some concrete facts to take with you at that table. Drop them. Dow over 36,000, as we just talked about. Unemployment. Drop to 4.8. There's Jordy already Bomb. 5 million jobs added. Jordy 120 Bomb. million vaccines in 10 months. CTC payments lifted 3 million kids out of poverty and 80% Jordy of Bomb. jobs lost during the pandemic now recovered. Take Jordy all Bomb. of those facts with you to Thanksgiving for your crazy uncle. And let me even further clarify the 80% of jobs lost during the pandemic recovered. That's 80% of the jobs lost during the Trump recession are recovered. Those are jobs lost because Trump could not manage the pandemic appropriately. And we all remember our stores shut down, empty shelves, unemployment lines down the block. Remember those aerial shots of unemployment lines down the block everywhere across the country? That is the image that we saw during the Trump administration. And now wages are also rising for the first time in a very long time. These are popular things that people should be feeling. But the problem is, is that the news media thrives on conflict and likes to highlight the bad so much. And we as Democrats have not found an appropriate way to combat that and let good news break through that constant doom and gloom, that constant nothing's ever going to get done. All these naysayers who want to keep you down and keep you dejected and tell you that 2022 is a lost cause. All these voices out there are just trying to demoralize you when guess what? We control our fate here. Remember, the media will try to dictate what happens in 2022. They will start showing you polls, which are a snapshot of right now, which are for 2022. But guess what? We are the voters, okay? And all politics happens on a local level. So it starts with you. Let's have you be the change. Let's us be the change. And you, when you're in conversations, you don't have to be annoying about it, but start talking to stuff. Like Jordy said, Thanksgiving's coming up. Respectfully bring up, you know, that all the good that is happening, you know, that your kids are are able to go to school and they're able to be safe now, that your kid got vaccinated, that there are these new technological breakthroughs that are going to help end this pandemic, that COVID numbers are down, you know, that you got a job back, that you were able to maybe quit a job that you hated and get a the job of your dreams. These are the stories that we need to be telling. And it starts with you. 
Also do this at Thanksgiving too, because it's one of the funniest things that I love doing. Uh, take a plate of stuffing, uh, put it all over your plate, uh, smell it, and then look to the person sitting next to you and ask if it smells funny and then shove their face right into the plate of stuffing. Definitely <laughs> Let's do that. Let's talk about the democratic <laughs> policies Brett was alluding to it that are overwhelmingly supported by the American people. You saw this polling data come out, Brett, lower, lowering Medicare prescription drug prices 88% of Americans support, only 12% oppose. 88%? Just pause there. 88. What Americans, when have you ever seen a poll that says 88% of Americans support anything? <laughs> anything. You could say, like, do you support like puppies? And I bet you wouldn't get 88% of Americans saying support. Right. Then you want to talk about Medicare coverage for dental, eye, and hearing. 84% support, 16% oppose. I want to know the people who are like, eh, teeth? I don't need them. <laughs> who are the 16? Paid, yeah, they're teeth? Paid, nah. family, paid family and medical leave, 73% of support, 27% oppose. Universal pre-K for children, 67% support, 33% oppose. I'm with you there, Brett, too. Like, who are the people who also like oppose universal pre-K? It's just like, the, like it's just a guess to me, but I would assume it's people that don't have children who who are thinking that this money's coming out of my pocket to support someone else. That's a good, it's that, that's a good point. And then the free community college supported by sixty-one percent of Americans, as opposed to thirty-nine percent of Americans opposing it. Um, this is a, a YouGov America CBS News poll. But here's the problem: I think this goes into what we were saying last week on the last episode is framing all these incredible things under build back better i think is actually harmful because what you're not getting is you're not telling people that this is what they're voting for if you presented the same question to voters and you said do you support if if you phrased it this way do you support the democrats 3.5 trillion dollar build back better plan i bet the results of that poll would be a polar opposite of what we're seeing right here. And that's because when you p position the question like that, all people are thinking is big government, high spending, I don't know what this means. That's why I think we need to be clearer and we need to be saying every single day, yes, we are lowering Medicare prescription drug prices. Yes, we are making sure you are covered for dental, eye and hearing. Yes, we are bringing you paid family and medical leave. Yes, we are bringing you free universal pre-K for your children. Like we need to be just, just say what it is. Stop the marketing lingo, say what it is, and then have the Republicans try to run against those things because they can't. They could run against, oh, this bloated 3.5 five trillion dollar build back worse agenda as they will probably you know they probably say something stupid like that but they can't run against the actual policies themselves with which even their constituents agree with and you see it in the approval ratings that we're seeing for biden which are coming out you know biden's hovering at around a 38 percent approval rating with about 59 percent disapproval and those polls are really the polar opposite of what we're seeing on seeing that democrats are working now to deliver on this legislation so i do think though that these are going to constantly change with these macro and micro trends as we pass more bills, as people start seeing actually these projects be built in their neighborhoods, as they start getting internet and knowing, by the way, who gave them that internet, who gave them those tax breaks, who gave them, you know, everything that we're going to be delivering with the Build Back Better bill once we get that through. You know, I think then and only then will we start to really see these numbers start to reverse. Um, but I think that's the that's the catch 22. That's the contradiction right now is that the approval for Biden is down, but the approval for Biden's policies are way up. So we need to figure out how to get this through and deliver these messages to the American people. I'm listening to an audiobook right now called Start With Why by Simon Sinek, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. And the kind of central premise is to lead by telling people what's what's asked what are your aspirations what are you inspiring them to do you're not trying to get into necessarily all the technical aspects and one of the examples that they gave in the book was railroad companies railroad companies define themselves as a railroad company so that when other travel came out they couldn't get into the airline industries or or other forms of travel because they just said hey we're railroad companies and i think how we have to define our why as democrats is to truly help 
all Americans. We are a party that wants to empower all Americans. We are a party that wants to make sure that the individual living in Manchester, Ohio, whose storefront has been closed for 10, 15 years, has a, has a job where they feel safe, secure, healthy, that they're getting health care. That's what Democrats have to own. And we need to be leading with the why message as Democrats. I was listening to this uh, audiobook as I was going for a jog, and I just got a new pair of headphones from Raycon. Ooh. I don't know if you know about it, but you know, Ray J is a co-founder of this company, Raycon. Remember, sexy, can I just pardon you? <laughs> of course. And so they have these incredible earbuds. They sponsor the Midas Touch podcast, Raycon, and the Everyday Earbuds. It's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays, especially because today you can save big on a gift. They'll use Everyday Raycon wireless earbuds. These Everyday earbuds um, are great. I went for a jog in them. I went for a walk in them. Um, when I go to sleep at night, I put the earbuds in. I listen to watch fancy. movies. Yeah, I do the one. I do it weird. I do like a one earbud sleep. I, yeah, I do that too. Do you? Yeah, and I, and I lay on my other side and I keep the earbud on the side that I'm not laying on. You guys are wild. The audio quality is amazing, comparable to what you get from other premium bands, except Raycon starts at half the price. The new everyday earbuds come with three new sound pro profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass, pure mode, podcast listening, blues, instrumental, etc. They have balance mode for oh. podcast listening, rock, heavy rock, metal, and bass mode, hip-hop, EDM, reggae. By the way, Raycon. that's the first thing I always do when I get headphones is I try to play like different kinds of music. So I'll play like a hip-hop song. I'll play like an Adele song. I'll play a podcast just to get like a sense of the range of these things. And the Raycon really deliver in like a huge way. The bass response is unbelievable. Yeah. Like unbelievably good. I was like seriously blown away by the bass response in these little wireless headphones. So yeah, Raycon so offers eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. There's also a built-in mic and you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. So this holiday season, get your family, get your friends or colleagues, something they can use for calls or music for work or play at home or on the go, or pick up a pair yourself. Trust me, you are going to use these everyday earbuds every day. Go to buyraycon.com. That's B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash Midas today to unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is available for a limited time only, and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash Midas to unlock up to 20% off your Raycons, buyraycon.com slash Midas. I'd go there right after this podcast. Make sure you buy one of those for yourself, for your family, friends. It makes a perfect gift. We've got Brian Tyler Cohen uh, joining the podcast now. I see him in the waiting room. Let's bring Brian Tyler Cohen in. Brian Tyler Cohen is a progressive political host of the podcast No Lies with Brian Tyler Cohen. Hit YouTube channel that's by the name Brian Tyler Cohen. Uh, great political activist that we've seen across social media. Landed some incredible interviews. I love the podcast. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. So, Brian, I want to uh, start off just talking about what's in the news recently. Um, finally, Democrats got past the infrastructure bill. They wanted Build Back Better to go first, but infrastructure went first. What are your immediate reactions to the infrastructure bill passing? And do you think Build Back Better has any chance of passing or uh, it was kind of, hey, we need to get something done. Let's get infrastructure done. Mansion and cinema are going to hold this other thing up. I think. My reaction is twofold, right? I think at, at, on one side, uh, we can celebrate the fact that we did pass this infrastructure bill. I mean, this is something that every president ever always has always, uh, you know, said that they want to pass, including Trump, who had, you know, who who said it so much that it literally became a punchline. Um, so, you know, now we're going to have funding for roads, bridges, waterways, uh, you know, the list goes on and on. So on one hand, we can celebrate that. On the other hand, you know, progressives wanted this to be linked with the Build Back Better Act. And by virtue of delinking it, by virtue of, you know, 
giving Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema basically free reign to just say, oh, whoa, whoa, we need to we need to just take a pause on this. Well, you know, we we have no more leverage now. So I wanted to see these two move in tandem. I think everybody who, you know, who supports the Build Back Better Act, which by the way, not just politicians, but the vast majority of Americans want to see the Build Back Better Act passed. Um, you know, we're just kind of leaving uh, our fortunes in the hands of someone like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, who have already showed us that they have no qualms about uh, pulling back the reins if, uh, if, if it suits them. Right. What I love about your podcast and your YouTube channel is the simple, persuasive way you deliver messages. And it seems in kind of our current uh, democratic marketing strategies, we sometimes miss the forest for the trees. Here, the Democrats with Biden have passed a historic piece of legislation, yet in the swing of things, it feels like a footnote. This should be the Super Bowl win for the Democratic Party. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, I'm paying a little more money for milk. So fuck Joe Biden. Like, <laughs> yeah. why? What's going on here? And what are you seeing when you're out there in the field speaking with politicians? What can we do better? Well, I, I think that the problem here is our messaging apparatus. You have one messaging apparatus on the right. Uh, that exists solely to service Republicans, and that's Fox News, OAN, Newsmax, Breitbart, whatever other, you know, right-wing media site there is. And then on the left, you have, you know, the left, uh, we have news outlets that that fall over themselves to prove that they're not liberal. So we have Republican right. news outlets, and then we have news outlets that want nothing more than to to not be liberal. So we have we have no uh, we have no representation on the left. And so when when something good happens, like we pass an infrastructure bill, uh, the we can't you know when when it comes to the media, the first thing they do is is say, okay, well, where's the conflict that we can find? Because we have nobody. We have nobody advocating for progressives. That's why what you guys do is so important. That's why, you know, having uh, representation on YouTube and podcasts, on Facebook, wherever it is, whether it's Midas Touch or Crooked or Pac-Man or TYT, whatever it is, the more- No lie with uh, Brian Tyler Cohen. That's it. The more progressive uh, news we can have, the more progressive representation we can have, the better, because like we've never had this. And so, you know, even the milk thing that you were just talking about, that's CNN. That's that's supposed to be like our our the, the liberal bastion <laughs> of CNN. And all they can do, you know, is is talk about, uh, you know, take the bait when Republicans complain about inflation. One of the strange things, too, is not just the politicization of vaccines, but that we should acknowledge as democratic activists and, and, and talking in this space, though, that there is apparently, you know, an appeal to a large part of the population with this disinfo, you know, with this anti-vax, with this kind of freedom message. I mean, the Aaron Rodgers thing is very, uh, you know, is, is very disturbing, but it speaks to a larger issue. Like if Aaron Rodgers is saying all this Joe Rogan kind of crazy shit, like we should recognize that there is a problem that's out there that's deeper than us just mocking it, you know, with the big bird stuff, which is helpful. But like, what could we be doing, though, to and we've mocked it with the big bird stuff. But like, what could we what could we be doing that actually reaches out to people who are going against their self-interest and killing themselves? Is there anything we can do? Well, you know, what I try to do is exactly that. I try to explain everything in a way that regular people can understand because so much of of the political space is just relying on people either already knowing what's what's happening and so you lose a ton of people in the process. You know, my my sister lives in Florida doesn't like I asked her if she was voting for the for the in the in the governor's race and she did not even know what that was. So like most people don't know uh don't know a lot about politics. So if you could just break it down in a way that people can actually understand and then just present the information in a way that, you know, people can appreciate. Then I think, uh, I think you reduce that barrier to entry that, that blocks so many people from, from even wanting to participate. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of explaining, uh, explaining what's going on or in the, you know, in terms of this infrastructure bill, just explaining what's in it in terms of the Build Back Better Act, just explaining what's in it so that people actually know how it's going to impact their lives. Because Republicans would love nothing more than to just turn everything into a culture war issue. That's where they, that's where they succeed. I mean, that's, that's, there, there is a reason that 
all they talk about is migrant caravans and critical race theory and whatever other bullshit, you know, cultural war wedge issue they can conjure up. Because when it's about legislation, when it's about policy, what are they going to, what are they going to run on? Uh, raising taxes, uh, lowering, you know, tax cuts for millionaires and billionaires or uh, stripping women of their reproductive rights or uh, pretending that climate change is a hoax. They have to talk about these bullshit issues because that's the only way they can distract from the things that actually matter to people. So the onus is on us really to make sure that people uh, recognize and understand, you know, what's going on in politics and, and, and how it's going to impact them. No, I think that's brilliant, Brian. And uh, th that's why I love your breakdowns. You always do it clear and concise and you know, tell to people in a way that people could really understand. I was wondering if you could bring some insight to this as a progressive commentator. You know, I've seen a lot of people try immediately move to the infighting in the Democratic Party after the uh, bipartisan infrastructure bill passed. And they started going, why did those six progressive lawmakers vote against this? Why did the squad vote against this bill? But there's clearly strategy there. There's clearly they wanted to make a statement. And there was clearly, in my opinion, something worked out with them and Speaker Pelosi because they knew that Democrats had the votes to pass this bill. What's your take? And what would you say to Democrats who are trying to get angry and cause more infighting at the party and start laying the blame on these progressives? Yeah, I mean, you know, progressives have been consistent since the very beginning. They've said that they want these these two bills linked. And by the way, so did Joe Biden. So yep. did Nancy Pelosi. So they're, they're the ones who've been consistent. And beyond that, uh, what the progressives are advocating for is Joe Biden's agenda. Mm -hmm. So to claim that they're doing something wrong is is so backwards because i mean it's you know it's joe biden's agenda that we want lower prescription drug prices that we want uh you know whatever else is in the in the build back better act those are that that is what joe biden ran on universal pre-k um and and so you know i i get why they did what they did i don't i don't think that nancy pelosi would have brought something to the floor that didn't have votes so i think you know more power to them if they're if they want to you know make a, a symbolic vote um you know, ensuring that this bill still that the infrastructure bill still passed and yet at the same time stand up for the thing that they've been consistent on since the very beginning. Totally agree with you there. Um, something I just wanted to talk about, just pulling it back for a second, is how does Brian Tyler Cohen become Brian Tyler Cohen? I mean, you've developed an empire, Brian, and it's you know it's admirable, and you get ridiculous amounts of YouTube views. You have some of the best guests on your podcast, No Lie with Brian Tyler Cohen. Uh, you know, how'd you get started? Where did this all come from? Yeah, I mean, I, I started off working for Occupy Democrats and uh, we were doing, you know, uh, articles and stuff like that. And I, I noticed that people were uh, that people on the right were doing video content and doing little breakdowns. And I was like, well, first of all, uh, I could do that. And second of all, they're lying. So I just needed to uh, <laughs> to like to start my own uh, channel. And I, you know, I started about two and a half years ago and I was making videos and they were terrible. They were, they were God awful. Um, <laughs> I mean, out of focus, I was wearing a suit that looked like it, that I, that it came from my dad. Um, and didn't even have a teleprompter. So I would just have to like memorize as much as I can. Um, and, uh, you know, got a few, uh, my first videos were getting 40, 50, 60 views and, uh, just kept doing it. But I think that eventually, you know, I hit critical mass, uh, with regards to the views because, there is a there's a need for progressive media to counter you know what the right is doing on all of these platforms the right owns these platforms the right has always owned all of all of social media and so you know there was there was a, um, a major absence a glaring hole in progressive media and i think that the success of these videos is more of a testament to the fact that people want representation on social media from progressives yeah, in fact, if you look right now at the charts, here's how you'll see at the top of the charts and you, everyone listening, everyone watching could do this right now if you wanna. Go to the top of the Apple podcast charts. It's Steve Bannon's war room, it's Ben Shapiro, it's Charlie Kirk, and this is the messaging war we are fighting against. This is why Aaron Rodgers trusts Joe Rogan more than an actual doctor, because yeah. these are the people who are having influence actually out there on the streets in America. And that's why it's so important to have voices like Midas Touch, to have voices like Brian, to have all these voices out there countering it with the truth. Uh, you, you've uh, interviewed some of the most high profile guests that are, are out there in general. Who, who's been your favorite? What's been the most maybe oh. surprising interview? 
Uh, well, I definitely can't say who's my favorite. Okay, who's had him there, Brett? Okay, okay, Brett. <laughs> now now you're gonna ask me who's, who's been, my least favorite. Who's been your least favorite? <laughs> <laughs> who's the worst interview, well, and why yeah, that, was it? Now? That I can. That I can definitely answer. Yeah. No, I mean, I've been. You know, I've been. I've been super lucky uh, to to be able to interview. You know, everyone from from Kamala Harris to Elizabeth Warren uh, to Pete Buttigieg and and Katie Porter and uh, and. And most recently, uh, all of the governors that were running for for re-election, Gavin Newsom, Phil Murphy, uh, Terry McAuliffe in, in Virginia, um, Jay- Representative Jayapal, who's been you know kicking ass as when as far as the uh, the Build Back Better yep. and uh, yes. and Biff negotiations are concerned. Um, yeah, no, I've just been you know super lucky that that a lot of people were willing to to take a chance. I think I I, I should shout out um, in particular. Ron Klain and Beto O'Rourke because those were my first and second interviews and uh, they really took a risk because I I had no interview series uh, interview <laughs> experience and uh, and they don't they didn't know what they were signing up for when they came you know when they came on and so uh, but but they both uh, came on and, and spoke to me and gave me lots of time and that that really jump started the the interview series and so uh, I I definitely would have to to thank those guys in particular fantastic. That's awesome. I want to go back to a second when we we're talking about, you know, the Steve Bannons, the Ben Shapiro's, but really focus on more of uh, the Candace Owen and the Charlie Kirk's of the world. Do they believe their own bullshit, Brian? Like, do they believe the stuff that they preach or are they just grifting, you know, taking no. taking their listeners monies? No, I, I, I think that it's super easy to, to fail up. And when you have some of that that negative reinforcement, I think it's easy to just keep doing it. But of course not. I mean, these people aren't they're no they're no dummies, right? Like, they they know exactly what they're doing, and I think uh, I think you know it's it's easy to just ha- get a good response for something you're doing, and then do it even further. I mean, this is the whole shock jock phenomenon that that's that so many people before them have have been successful at. I mean, Donald Trump himself, like you don't you don't get successful by being measured and nuanced, right? And so I think that they're just following the same formula that everyone from Howard Stern to Trump to these to these clowns, uh, uh, you know. Uh, use themselves. And I got one more for you. Uh, head, sorry, Ben. Uh, heading into 2022, how important is it for people to really start digging in right now and focusing? Yeah, I mean, it is the most important thing. I'm actually running a fund right now called the Don't Be a Mitch Fund. And, <laughs> That's a great uh, name. <laughs> and uh, I was choosing between that and whiny little Mitch. And, uh, and that raises money for voter registration groups in a number of states. I've raised uh, already close to $650,000 for uh, voter registration groups in Pennsylvania, Amazing. Wisconsin, North Carolina, Ohio, Iowa, Florida, uh, Georgia, and Arizona. And so uh, you can go to don'tbeamitch.com. All of this money goes, you know, goes to people that are on the ground doing the thing right now. And, uh, you know, it worked in Georgia. And so we have our, you know, we, we have our, uh, our proof of concept there. And uh, there's no reason why it couldn't work in other states like, you know, like super flippable states like PA, Wisconsin, North Carolina, especially in light of what we just saw in Virginia, that if we're contending with uh, a wave of Republican voters, that we need to do everything we can uh, to make sure that Democrats are prepared. And so that starts now. We can't just start paying attention, you know, in October of an election year. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll be prepared, Brian, is is the ultimate question. I mean, the lessons learned from Virginia looking to 2022 is a red wave fade accompli or uh, can we through messaging of here are the tangible things we've delivered to voters that made their life better and not representing billionaires or uh, just starting ridiculous culture wars is that gonna pre- is that gonna prevail or is it doom and gloom yeah I mean look if I uh, if I could predict these things I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be hosting a podcast but, <laughs> but you know I, I think I, I don't think it's a fait accompli like I think that we we can do something um, whether Democrats more broadly uh, learn all of the lessons of not allowing Republicans to co-opt uh, all of the messaging uh, still remains to be seen uh, whether Democrats can push uh, hard enough to overcome the obstruction from people like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema remains to be seen. But in a way, allow Virginia to become the kick in the ass that Democrats need to actually pass legislation, to actually not allow Republicans to co-opt all the messaging and make it about these culture war bullshit issues. Um, 
that remains to be seen. But hopefully, hopefully, you know, you look at something like that, like what happened in Virginia, and uh, you know, you change accordingly. So tell us a little bit about before we go the No Lie podcast with Brian Tyler Cohen. Where can people find it, and what will they hear when they listen to it? Yeah, so you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. I do uh, a regular, uh, I do a, a maybe 10 minute monologue just about, you know, the most important story of the past week. I do an interview with a national elected, some of which I named earlier. And I also do a second interview with an activist or, or someone like that, someone, uh, you know, aside from a national elected. And uh, yeah, I put them out once a week and uh, love, uh, love if you would tune in. Everybody, make sure you tune in. We tune in all the time. It's one of my favorite podcasts, neck and neck with the Midas Touch podcast and Legal <laughs> and Legal AF. But both are, and all of them are complimentary with each other. Brian Tyler Cohen, thank you so much for joining us on the Midas Touch podcast. Thanks for having me. Everybody, definitely check out Brian Tyler Cohen's podcast, No Lie. Check out his YouTube channel by just searching Brian Tyler Cohen. He does incredible work. Brett, what else we got? Nothing. Well, we could talk. We could talk about Big Bird if we wanted. How Big Bird telling kids to get vaccinated—the same thing that Big Bird's been doing since the uh, 1970s, at least. Uh, um, you know, because what Big Bird does is Big Bird teaches kids how to be respectful, how to be clean, how to you know have good, healthy habits that are good for yourself and for society. And uh, Big Bird says, "Shower." Yeah, and the Republicans. How and dare you? How dare you indoctrinate my kids with shampoo? How, how dare you? And so. <clears throat> You know, I'm sure Big Bird also, you know, does controversial things like tell people Big to brush Bird their. Big Bird says, wipe your. Right, you, have, you, you have to stop doing Big Bird because your Big Bird is an Elmo. I think it's an Elmo, not Big Bird. But I think Bill like that. No, I, don't, I think Bird, that's Elmo. Big Big Bird's more like I'm Big Bird. Oh, oh that's a, that, really. That's <laughs> y'all did the same that's voice. The nuance that you y'all did the same. That, that, no, there's exact. a difference in the inflection. Oh, there was no difference in what you guys. What was that, Jordy? Brett, sorry. Anyway, Big Bird teaches kids healthy habits and like, you know, one of those healthy habits that I'm sure he teaches is also like brushing your teeth. But, you know, I've made a healthy habit to brushing my teeth multiple times a day. I think brushing your teeth is important. And I recently discovered Quip, which has been really just a total, total, total game changer. Good health that starts with good habits and Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. The Quip electric toothbrush, you guys, is loved by over 7 million mouths and it has time sonic vibrations with 30 second pulses to guide a dentist recommended two minute clean. A lightweight, sleek design, which is great for adults and kids alike with no wires or bulky chargers to weigh you down. A multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. Reusable handles in a range of sleek metal hues, including best-selling all black and all pink, as well as bright plastic colors to make sure that your bathroom counter has a little pop to it, a little pop. And on top of brushing, you could upgrade your Quip with a new smart motor to track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app and earn amazing rewards like refills, products, Target gift cards, and more. Beyond the brush, Quip has everything you need to build a complete routine. Anti-cavity toothpaste in mint or watermelon that helps prevent cavities. Two ways to floss. There's floss string that expands the clean reusable floss pick that replaces over 180 disposable picks with every refill. Refillable gum that's sugar-free, has long-lasting mint flavor, and comes with a dispenser refillable mouthwash that's a four times concentrate, plus good for you and the planet. And in addition to the brush heads, Quip also delivers these fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, and gum refills every three months from $5, and shipping is free, so you could save money and skip the hustle and bustle of in-store shopping. With stylish and affordable electric brushes starting at just $25, you won't be paying through the teeth for better oral health. So here's what you got to do, Midas Touch Podcast listeners. If you go to getquip.com slash Midas right now, you'll get your first refill for free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com dot com slash Midas. That is spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Midas. M-E-I-D-A-S. Quip is the good 
Habits Company. I am a Quip user. I use Quip twice a day, sometimes three times a day, sometimes four times a day. If I have a dinner that's particularly spicy, I need to clean my mouth. Care about your personal health, all right? Just get get Quip right now, getquip.com slash Midas. Take care of yourself. You know if you're wearing that mask, it could get a little rough sometimes. Get Quip is here to, to solve your issues. And uh, I, I, as a user myself, I cannot recommend Quip enough. Well, we just learned that Brett has stinky mask breath, apparently. Is Don't that, we all, though, guys? Don't we all? I mean, let's be <laughs> well, But we here. should talk about it. We know we're joking at the beginning of the show about the fact that Royal Fart Joe is trending. But I think we should talk about it briefly. So there's right-wing Twitter is in a frenzy that when Biden was out in the UK for the G20 summit, um, and he was in a meeting with the royal family that he farted and uh, and that the royal family said that they heard him fart. It was reporting through the the Daily Mail or, or one of these UK magazines or, or, or papers um, and that that's somehow a big story. He, here's the thing. And this is what the right wing doesn't get. The only reason why like a hashtag fart Donald Trump like is uh, utilized is because it actually provokes Donald Trump. Like saying Royal Fart Joe doesn't, Joe Biden doesn't care (laughs) in in the slightest. Nobody gives a fuck. Like it it, it doesn't matter. The only reason for doing like hashtag diaper Don and things like that is that it actually fucks with Donald Trump and he goes crazy over it and it provokes him to show you what a loose cannon he is and what a bad leader he is on other issues, but there's no other reason to do that. So it doesn't make a difference. Did Joe Biden fart? I, I don't know, but I prefer to focus on what we what the country is actually accom- accomplishing and Joe Biden's steady leadership. So Royal Fart Joe is a major thing going on in right wing echo chamber circles right it's now. A bad, it's just a bad hashtag too. Like if you're actually going to do a good hashtag around that, it would be crop dust Biden. Now that would be hilarious <laughs> and trend number one. They're bad. That's, they're hashtags. Like a ro- like a fight. royal fart. You know, you may it may be praiseworthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of sound Biden. like you're, you're great job. That came on his fantastic a, fart. You did, gold medal. <laughs> you did a royal fart. I never even heard such a. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing before. Congrats. <laughs> anyway, this and, is what happens. You passed though. an infrastructure bill. You did a royal fart and an infrastructure bill. What a weekend you're this having. This is what happens when three brothers host the podcast. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Biden. Yeah, yeah. All oh, right. You know what President news, Biden Brett, is. Report. Well, yes, Brett. Interrupting no, Brett. Say. Hashtag interrupting Brett. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get us off the fart talk. And, uh, and what President Biden is focused on is actually for delivering for Americans, for delivering for people. And like you said, he does not give a shit about right wing hashtags or Twitter or any of that nonsense. Talk about and- Big Bird for a second, Brett. Yeah, we have Big to Bird, talk about Big Bird. Big what controversy over Big Bird. Big controversy. Big Bird got vaccinated. And my joke was, and the right wing was sore for days after Big, Big Bird got Big vaccinated. Big Bird told people get vaccinated. You know, Big Bird, like Big Bird's always done, sent a tweet through the Big I mean, Big Bird's not a real thing. Hate to break it to you. But the the, the Big Bird Twitter. Yeah, sorry, Brett. Big Bird's actually uh, not real. but <sighs> Totally yeah. fictional character. But the, the Big Bird Twitter handle basically said, get vaccinated. What was the exact tweet from the Big Bird uh from the Big Bird channel, from the no, Big no, Bird Twitter handle. It's it's not important, but Big Bird said get vaccinated. It said, I got said the my- COVID vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. Okay, that set, that set the right wing off like crazy. How dare you spread? By the way, people who got the vaccine on the right wing, who, who make sure they get their children vaccinated, like Ted Cruz. Big Bird our- is a communist. Commie Big Bird. That's well, that well, that one wasn't from Cruz. That was actually said by that crazy Wendy Rogers. Yeah, no, Cruz was government propaganda for your five-year-old. Eh, similar. Government propaganda. And when, when, since when Not was Big off. Bird a uh, government official? <laughs> yeah, Big Bird who works for the government. Uh, Big Bird who has been doing this literally your entire life, Ted Cruz. I, I mean, these people are just, they're doing everything to shift the subject around actually what... Democrats are delivering for Americans. And they try to focus on these weird cultural wedge issues. I mean, this is from the same lineage of uh, Mr. Potato Head from a few months ago. You know, this is all Dr. Seuss. It's all the same bullshit. Then you have Josh Hawley now blaming, I don't know, blaming Democrats. Oh, the Hawley stuff is the greatest. You got to play the clip. Like Hawley is so focused on, uh, on porn. 
and porn addiction. And he's basically, I don't know. I want to put it this way. He's so focused on the issue. I think he has a problem with porn. Like, no, not a problem against porn, but with it. Yeah. I think he uses porn too much in his life. Let's uh, it, it let, definitely let's, appears. He's should we just play the should we play the clip because play the clip. Play the clip. <laughs> it's amazing that this is a real human being speaking. Senator, you gave a pretty hot speech at the National Conservatism Conference in Orlando. You talked about the left's attack on men of America. Yeah. Why masculinity as your new big issue? Well, I think what the left is doing is attacking America. They're saying that America is systemically oppressive and men are systemically responsible. What's a man to you? Paint a picture. What's a man? Well, a man is a father, a man is a husband, a man is somebody who takes responsibility. As conservatives, we've got to call men back to responsibility. We've got to say that spending your time not working, and we have more and more men who are not working, spending your time on video games, spending your time watching porn online while doing nothing is not good for you, your family, or this country. So a viewer's watching this and they're thinking, really, what the liberals are doing are gonna push me to watch Pornhub (laughs) more or play Donkey Kong more? Do you mean that literally? Well, what I mean literally is that I think the liberal attack, the left-wing attack on manhood says to men, you're part of the problem. It says that your, your masculinity is inherently problematic. It's inherently oppressive. What's your basis for linking that to what liberals <laughs> Great interview. or the Great left would say do? Is that based on data or based on a hunch? Well, it's policy over many years. I mean, if you look at the policy of deindustrialization, those are policy choices Mike pursued over many years. I've looked wait, at- wait, how does that connect to porn? <laughs> Oh, well, you've got, you've got men, 16 million men, Mike, who are idle, who don't have anything to do. Now, partly that's their own responsibility, but also partly it's because jobs have dried up in many cities across America and rural areas, too. I think you put together lack of jobs, you put together fatherlessness, you put together the social messages that we teach our kids in school. I think we've got to confront that and its effects. What the fuck is going on in the Hawley household? So Josh Hawley is ba- he's basically blamed. There's so much problematic with what he said. First of like, all, to be a man, that means you have to be married and have children. Like there's so much wrong with what he says. And he's pinning the blame on porn addiction on Democrats. And I think that uh, Hawley might be, he might have some little bit of secrets. In his, uh, let's check his browser history. Let's see what's going on in the Hawley house. In a way, this is kind of like reminiscent, it brings me back to like the 90s of like these, you know, super religious politicians who like ran on these sorts of weird issues that just like made most people incredibly uncomfortable. And I think now we know, guys, when Josh Hawley uh, tried to lead an insurrection and put his fist up in the air, he wasn't doing a fist. His hand is actually just stuck like that. His hand is actually just, it wasn't a fist. His hand is just stuck in that position. They caught so, him after he left. They, they so, caught him after he left the house. Chamber. So wishing after. Holly all the best. And what a violent attack on the porn habits of Ted Cruz, which I think is, this is really must be setting the stage for, for uh, the next presidential election, because this is a uh, Ted Cruz, a, a avid liker of porn tweets on Twitter. This just seems like a, a haymaker being thrown by Holly at Cruz. What say you? Uh, well, don't, I, don't, what's, don't. what's say me, Brett, is I think you got to give a little more context to the listeners about <laughs> Ted Cruz, about the Ted Cruz situation, because they may not know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but was it about four years ago? Was it during the Trump administration or during the Obama administration? I, I forget. We, we could find the date. But basically, Ted Cruz liked a tweet that was from uh, a, a pornography genre. It's 2017. Yeah, 2017, a pornography genre of uh, you like to porn tweet pornography genre. What kind of break that is? But guys, it was of a a genre of a pornography (laughs) that involved something. I don't know. And then he he, blamed his staffer as just like when he went to Cancun, he blamed his daughter. Like it's never Ted Cruz. He blamed the family for liking the tweet and and they kept it for like a full day. It was liking this porn tweet like it was like full fledged porn. (laughs) <laughs> here's here, here here's the best thing to come out of this big bird saga though because of the big bird holly saga now people on twitter are calling ted cruz not big bird but big turd and i think that <laughs> is a real positive hilarious development no well, I'm anyway just, just uh, ro- 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 roll roll the clip of the video that ted cruz watched 
I'm just no. joking. <laughs> Absolutely not. They just tried to dismantle our YouTube channel. I'm just joke. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But everybody, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Get Upside. Midas Mighty. I want to tell you all about an incredible app for everyone out there who buys gas. Y'all need to know about Get Upside. That's probably most of you listening. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. What do you do? Just download the free, it's free, Get Upside app. It's spelled G-E-T-U-P-S-I-D-E. It's the Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code MIDAS and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Again, just download the app for free and use promo code MIDAS to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app and use the promo code MIDAS to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code MIDAS and the app is called Get Upside. Let me be clear. This is easy to use. This is real cash, and it really adds up. Cents turn into dollars, and this get upside gets this is you crazy. Cash back on everyday purchases. You download no this app, coupons, real cash. You get free money. You download this app, you start earning money. It is a cash app, basically. You are getting money when you otherwise wouldn't be getting it. And frequent users are earning an average of $148.04 a year. Don't leave that money on the table. Go to GetUpside right now. Get this app and use code MIDAS. Absolutely. And they're also expanding to grocery and restaurants in different areas. Um, and so they're broadening it as this well. Awesome. So, yeah, it's awesome. Go, make sure you download it. Tell us about your experience. We love it. And uh, kind of why not? <laughs> why, why wouldn't you want cash? Do I want and- money or do I not want money? <laughs> oh, I'm not going to take the money. Not take but the money. Go there. Tell us your experience when you go there and uh, thankful for them to be a sponsor. Want to give a special shout out to the Midas Mighty with the Midas Mighty meetups. Uh, Jordy, you want to tell us a little bit about the meetup that I think warmed all of our hearts this weekend? Mm-hmm. That was the coolest thing I think ever. I don't know. I was so taken by surprise by it. Uh, it was Midas Aaron's birthday. We mentioned that last time on the pod. And actually, a bunch of the folks from the Midas Mighty met in, I'm not going to say the specific location, uh, but they met in a city and they all got together to celebrate her birthday. But it didn't just stop there. They wore Midas Mighty gear, Midas Touch gear throughout the night. They had like little cutouts of some of our hashtags. Our faces actually made it there. So it was like we were there with them. And it's just so incredible and so humbling. Like when, when we're talking to people so much online, sometimes relationships don't, don't feel real, but what we like to hammer home here with Midas touch and and the Midas mighty community is that these are genuine relationships. Like I genuinely care about the folks who I talk with on a day-to-day basis. And I hope that's been resonating with our community and to see something play out like it played out last night or over the weekend when actually everyone got together and met up and are are all having a good time in real life. They're all vaccinated. It's just so incredibly heartwarming and humbling just to know that there are people out there who are truly, truly friends who have met throughout the course of Midas Touch and the Midas Mighty movement and that relationships and those relationships will continue to go on. Shout out to all of our Midas Touch supporters, everybody in the Midas Mighty who's been with us, whether you've been with us for, from day one or whether this is your first time hearing about us today. Extra special shout out, as Jordan said, uh, Midas, Aaron, Matt, 
Jules, Jerry, all you guys are incredible. We want to see more of this. We want to see more Midas meetups across the country. What Midas meetups, my vision for it is it's just something that you empower yourself to do. You find other like-minded people who are pro-democracy and are unafraid to celebrate pro-democracy, who care about you know, the issues that we're talking about here on a daily basis. And you guys meet up, whether it's to celebrate a birthday, have a few drinks, get some food, or whether it's to discuss ways that you could be organizing and helping your communities. You know, I think it's all encompassing and just so heartwarming. I mean, I could have never imagined, uh, you know, uh, over a year ago when we started this thing that we would have this incredible community of these meetups and it's truly humbling. And I, I just want to send all my love and just a huge shout out to the, to the entire Midas Mighty community for, for doing this and for sticking with us and for telling all your friends about this podcast. I mean, week after week, you know, the numbers are going up on the show. More and more people are listening. And that's all because you guys are, are sharing these pro-democracy messages. And so just please keep it up. You know, take out your phone right now, you know, share this, share this episode of this podcast with a friend. Let them know about Midas Touch. That's how we grow and that's how we build a movement, not just, you know, a moment, but a movement in politics politics and help take back our democracy. Yeah, look, all of you by listening to this podcast, you're doing the you're already doing the right thing. You, we know you care about these issues and we know that you're listening to each of these podcasts, you know, and we see the data that the audience grows with each episode. Um, and then the question is, is what do you do after you um, turn down your ear, earbuds, your Raycon earbuds or wherever you're listening to the podcast? What do you do? Um, you know, you can take this messaging out into the community to combat the disinfo. Um, you know, again, as a movement, you know, feel free to set up these Midas meetups without us. We don't need to even be involved in that. You know, you could reach out to like-minded people. It's a decentralized movement. Um, and just spread the word of democracy and spread positivity. And we need those influences and voices out there. And so, you know, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, can I make a difference? You absolutely can. I also want to talk about briefly our thank you, Brandon t-shirts, which are absolutely crushing it. Um, make sure you go to the Midas Touch merch store. Um, and Brett, you want to give the address for Midas Touch merch? Hell yeah, it's store.midastouch.com. Go to store.midastouch.com. Get your thank you branded gear. I cannot tell you the amount of mail we have received of MAGA people who are so pissed off and angry that we stole. Like they finally came up with a phrase that they liked and we just totally flipped it on its head to acknowledge all of President Biden's accomplishments. So every time that you see the right wing go, oh, let's go Brandon. Listen, they think they're being clever with this shit. You know, we say, we say, thank you, Brandon. We say, thank you, Brandon, for adding back 531,000 jobs in October and beating all expectations that we've seen. Thank you, Brandon, for a roaring stock market. Thank you, Brandon, for recovering more than 80% of the jobs lost during the pandemic. Thank you, Brandon, for vaccinating over 220 million Americans and getting our kids vaccinated and getting our kids back to school. We're going to own the narrative, you guys. We're going to own the message. And that's why I love this so much. Go to store.midastouch.com to do that. Also, the hundreds of thousands of you who have tuned in to watch our movie, The Supporters, which is available at thesupportersmovie.com. We are getting in the reviews from all of you. It has been so heartwarming, so humbling. I'm so glad that all you guys had a laugh while watching this. If you haven't seen The Supporters Movie yet, make your plans right now. Go to thesupportersmovie.com. It is free. The Supporters, it's a mockumentary. Think Borat, uh, but for the 2020 election, going from the 2020 election through the January 6th insurrection, we made it with the hilarious good liars who are just brilliant, absolutely brilliant geniuses. And you could either stream it for free at, at the supportersmovie.com or download it for free and do whatever you want with the file. And if you love the movie, guess what? You have an option to chip in and support it. And if you don't have the means to support it, you know what? At the end of the day, all we care about is delivering good, fun, pro-democracy content that everybody could enjoy.
And Brett, I do want to mention before we wrap up the show, too, you know, there was breaking news from the DOJ this morning and the DOJ held a press conference and uh, it was Attorney General Merrick Garland. It was Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco and FBI Director Christopher Wray. It's always uh, big news when the three of them get together. So everybody on social media was like, uh, all right, this better be about uh, Bannon. Can this we be- stop every time the DOJ is going to speak? Can we stop saying like retweet if you this better be about indicting Donald Trump? Like all that's doing is it's feeding into this cycle of like, you know, demanding that the DOJ does exactly what you want them to do at this second. And then when it inevitably doesn't happen, everybody gets all up. Oh, look, they head faked us. No, you head faked yourself. DOJ's got a lot of other important shit going on and they could chew gum and walk at the same time. And just because you hyped yourself up into thinking that they were going to make an announcement that they never said they were going to do doesn't mean they were going to make that announcement. Do I want things to move quicker on that front? Of course, I want things to move quicker on the Bannon front, on the Trump front, all of that. But listen, the DOJ has got to get its shit done and they got to make other announcements over other important things that are going on in society. And don't be led down this kind of clickbait rabbit hole of, oh, it's happening right now. Trust me, you will know when it is happening. It will be very evident and apparent when something like that is going down. This is still big news. Seven suspected hackers linked to some of the biggest ransomware attacks in the United States and across the globe have been arrested. And this global cyber crime crackdown uh, is big news that, uh, that, that they announced today. But not every piece of news the DOJ is going to announce is going to be about prosecuting the criminals and terrorists from the prior administration, um, which even calling them prior administration is uh, is difficult to say. And I just want to finish by saying this. It's also difficult to see Aaron Rodgers out there, you know, someone who I don't know what his politics were, but like each day, this guy gets crazier and crazier and crazier. He talks about in August, he said that he was fully immunized. But little did we know that was his way. You know the red flag meme that's going around? That's a whole batch of red <laughs> flags. Anytime of somebody, it, if, if you ask somebody, are you vaccinated or do you plan on getting vaccinated? And the answer just isn't yes. Red flag, red flag, ding, 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 ding. If they say something weird like, yes, I have been immunized. Red flag, red flag. If they say, well, that's between me and my doctor. Red flag, that means no. Okay, let's realize that means no. So now he goes, he says, I spoke to Joe Rogan, woke mob trying to cancel me. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. It's not a woke mob trying to cancel you. There's a simple vaccine requirement so you don't kill the people who you work with. It is a very simple requirement. There was no obligation for you. If, if you didn't want to get the vaccine, then don't play at the end of the day. But for you to go out there and lie the way you did all of those games about material medical information, just to affirmatively lie about the status and then go on about a woke mob trying to cancel you. Listen, motherfucker, at the end of the day, just keep people around you healthy and safe and then go out and make millions of dollars. I don't think that is that difficult to ask. Thank you all so much for tuning into this edition of the Midas Touch podcast. Thank you to all of our sponsors. And we had some great sponsors on the pod today. Quip, Raycon, Get Upside. Go to all of those sponsors, type in the code Midas, get the discounts from each of those sponsors. Special thanks to all the Midas Mighty out there. We love the Midas Mighty meetups. Thank you everyone for making this a top podcast in the nation we will see you next time on the Midas Touch podcast shout out to the Midas Mighty